a desert planet with twin suns. Why do I sense we've picked up another pathetic life form? Use my knowledge. Much to learn, you still Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host, Jonah Liu. Thank you so much for listening, and welcome to another character profile. Today, we're going to be covering Cassian Andor uh, in honor of his show coming out in just uh, a little over a month. Uh, I gotta say, there's not too much information readily available about Andor, which makes it very exciting that we're getting a show about him. But that being said, let's dive into ARC Trooper training. Gentlemen, who wants to be an ARC Trooper? I do, sir. So like I've already said, uh, today we're going to be talking about Cassian Andor, and now he's a very interesting character, although he's only appeared in one form of visual media in the Star Wars canon timeline, and that would be the movie Rogue One. Um, but like I said, he's very, very interesting. He is a human male from the planet of Fest, and he has a couple different affiliations, uh, but the most significant ones are the Confederacy of Independent Systems, as well as the Rebel Alliance, specifically the Intelligence Division. So, uh, as far as a timeline, there's not too much that we know about him, but we do know that before Rogue One, he joined a uh, Confederacy of Independent Systems, or the Separatist Alliance, uh, a Separatist-backed group during the Clone Wars in the Outer Rim, and his father was killed during a protest uh, against the expansion of rebel militarism, excuse me, um, and his mother was also uh, also died at a young age for him. And so, uh, but both of them were stringently opposed to the Republic. They were both separatists at heart. And uh, he grew up disliking clones, disliking uh, the Republic in general, and would throw stones at Republic tanks and clone troopers as a child, which I think is rather interesting. And then he spent... Uh, spent time with an anti-imperial anarchist group before joining the rebellion later in life. Uh, this would be a, as a young adult rather than a child. And then he was recruited by General Draven, uh, who we see prominently featured both in Rogue One, but also in uh, Empire Strikes Back. He served, uh, he Cassian, served as a captain of the Rebel Intelligence Branch. Uh, so obviously those are operatives that are gathering uh, information for the rebellion and stuff like that, and he was very good at what he did. Uh, some things of note, on a mission to Wekako, uh, he wiped the memory of an Imperial security droid and took it back with him. Um, and obviously this droid becomes the beloved K2SO, who we also meet in the, uh, the movie Rogue One. Um, and uh, I just think that that's a little interesting. He was infiltrating a base, and... Uh, they knew that there weren't going to be many stormtroopers, but turns out there were a lot of Imperial security droids, which made their job pretty difficult. Um, and they ended up taking one back with them, which proved to be very useful in the long run. On a mission to the Fitzner system, uh, he also rescued Wookiee prisoners, and uh, he actually sent K2SO with them to sort of a remote world to stay until he finished his mission, which was some sort of raid on an Imperial base. Um, this was in a comic. I'm not super familiar. I just read up on it. But that being said, going into Rogue One itself, and if you watch the movie, then this will just be a, a sort of recap um, of those events, but Cassian met and assassinated Tivik on the Ring of Kafreen, 
after learning of a planet-killing superweapon that the Empire was developing. Now, Tivik was a rebel informant of Sagarera's sect, uh, and he's the guy that had the broken arm, um, and so that's why he couldn't uh, climb the wall that Cassian was trying to get him to to avoid uh, the Stormtrooper patrols, and Cassian made the call to uh, kill him rather than let him be captured by the Empire. So, that being said, he goes back to Yavin 4 and takes a mission to extract a pilot with information about the super weapon that he learned of, which is obviously the Death Star. And he's joined by Jyn Erso, the son of Galen Erso, who helped design the Death Star. And also there's K2SO on the mission as well. Uh, and they travel to the planet of Jeddah, and uh, they are captured by Sagrera and his rebels, and they receive a message about the Death Star from Galen, and um, and learning about its weakness before they escape Sagrera's stronghold, and they travel to Edu to assassinate Galen or so, or at least Cassian's motive is to assassinate Galen. Um, Jin doesn't know this, but uh, he he decides to make that call on his own. But the entire thing goes awry uh, after a surprise attack by rebel starfighters, which ended in Galen's death anyways. But uh, Cassian had Galen in his crosshairs, but decided not to shoot him. Um, and it was a whole whole mess where uh, the Rebel Alliance was informed of the location of the base and called in an airstrike, and they destroyed virtually everything. Uh, before Galen could be recruited to their cause, which he likely would have uh, defected. But after the events on Edu, Cassian led a rogue mission to Scarif in order to obtain schematics of the Death Star, and obviously this mission was Rogue One. And at this point, he's, uh, he's ac accompanied by a lot of different people, so obviously... He has some rebels uh, that are sort of nameless, but he also has Jinner, so he has K2SO. He has Bodhi Rook, the uh, defective Imperial pilot. He also has Chirrut and Baze Malbus uh, from the planet Jeddah, and, um, and many, many more. Uh, like I said, they're a little more nameless, but, um, but there's, there's a very solid team. They take uh, a commandeered... Um, Separ or not separatist, Imperial ship uh, to the planet of Scarif. Now they, in, once they're on the planet, they infiltrate uh, the Imperial compound with Jin and K2SO. And unfortunately, K2SO dies, or dies, quote-unquote, he's a droid. But he buys them time for Andor and Jin to get the plants and then transmit them. Now, Cassian is injured, but manages to save Jin from an altercation with Director Krennic, which allows her to transmit the Death Star plans to the Rebel fleet. Now, this all happens at the very climactic moment where we think Cassian is done for, but then he shows back up last minute. And both of them uh, died smooching away on the beaches of Scarif, uh, as one does, you know, when you got the chance to smooch with Felicity Jones. But um, that's how he dies. Now, obviously, there was a lot of there was a large gap in time between when uh, he was a child versus when he joined the Rebellion, and that's where this show Andor is going to fill in the gaps. And it's very interesting because as I understand it, and I'll go into this more closer to the show, I'm going to do a whole breakdown of what to know before watching Andor, but 
as far as I know, this is going to take place in a very short amount of time, this first season, but it's already been greenlit for a season two. And as far as I know, season two is going to cover many, many years, whereas uh, the first season's not going to cover that much time at all. But uh, season two is going to cover like a year per three episodes, uh, which is which is pretty compelling. So we'll see how it goes. Um, and it's not necessarily going to be sequential years. It's just three episodes are going to encapsulate a year, and then we might have a two-year time jump to the next year-long sequence of three episodes, if that makes sense. Um, but it should be really interesting. And I think that I, I have a lot... Uh, it's a lot more manageable expectations for the show because it's not a character that has too much impact on the larger canon timeline. We know how his story ends. And at this point, it's just going to be really interesting to get to learn more about him. You're not really rocking the boat at all like you would with a Boba Fett or a uh, Kenobi when there's a lot of existing lore that could be uh, affected by anything that happens in the show. So that's rather exciting. Uh, and I think that he's a really interesting character. I love Diego Luna who plays him. And um, it should be a really interesting time. I'll update y'all, like I said, once I learn more about the show. But it seems to be really interesting. It seems like we're going to be following a story about Mon Mothma and the Imperial Senate. And we're going to see some live-action clone troopers. It's going to be a good time. Um, but that being said, I'm just going to... Uh, read some various facts about Andor. I don't know. There's not too much about him, like I said, but um, he went by various uh, aliases in his time as an operative, uh, including Willix, Ock, Jorth, Sward, and Fulcrum. And an interesting thing about Fulcrum is that it's the same alias that Saw Gerrera, Ahsoka Tano, and Alexander Callas all use as sort of an informant for the Rebel Alliance generalized. Um Affiliates of Cassians include K2SO, the reprogrammed Imperial Security Droid, Jin Erso, Mon Mothma, General Draven, Bodhi Rook, the defective uh, pilot, Baze Malbus, and then Churit Mwe, um, who's the ex-Guardian of the Wills. Now, uh, another fact is that the Starfighter group started by Luke Skywalker called Rogue Squadron was actually named after uh, Andor's team, Rogue One. So that's kind of interesting. And also, uh, just as an individual, casting specialized in reconnaissance, assassination, and sabotage. So he's a really interesting character. I think that the show's going to be really good. Um, I think it, could, has, it has potential to be Mando-level good. So here's hoping. It's a really interesting time period. Um, of that sort of imperial era, which we don't know too much about. So it's exciting. I can't wait to learn more. And y'all will definitely be hearing about me or hearing from me when I do. So uh, with that in mind, that's all that I have. But this wouldn't be a proper episode if I didn't leave you with just a little bit more. So this is going to be a shorter more, but it's just that Cassian's middle name is Jaron, spelled J-E-R-O-N. And that is it. Um... But that being said, make sure that you follow us on Instagram. I've been posting a lot of content on there recently. Uh, so make sure to go check that out. We are at Twin Sun Talks. And then subscribe to us on YouTube where you can find pretty much the same content in the form of shorts. 
um, which is Twin Sun Talks Podcast. And if you don't already, make sure to follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts on any streaming services. Just search up Twin Sun Talks. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do your podcasting. Um, but that's about it. We got a lot of Star Wars content coming in the future, so make sure you stay tuned for that. I'm really excited to cover it with y'all. And... Yeah, that's about it. You've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the Force be with you, and I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye, friends.